Hello guys and welcome back to Tina Marie with your girl the hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? Um, I wanted to do a little review of some books that I've gotten in the past month. So this has basically been my reading list. I thought it'd be fun for me to do as, you know, sometimes I just haul books and I don't always review them, but I wanted to review them this time. And one of them got me quite upset. And it's not for the reason that you might think. So I went to write stuff, uh, anime, and I paid a little purchase, of course, because they always have like constant sales and, you know, I'm, I'm down for that. Also, if I sound a little weird, I'm sorry. It's like um, I have a bit of an ear infection, so uh, it's been a little weird for me like just even listen to myself so yeah don't don't mind that <laughs> so uh the first thing i was reading is called honey mustard now i saw this it was like a little manhwa and it was so cute by the artwork i was just like this is adorable like i'm so interested and i just spit the bullet because it's like one dollar nine and i did find the fourth book on Amazon for like less than eight dollars I think it was. So in this story we have our main character and her name is Arya. Arya has a, Arya has a crush on like this student who's like really popular, really pretty. Everyone seems to be like attracted to him and she's no different. She has a little gang of friends. She's also very pretty. They're around 18 years old, all of them, and they're on their way to a school field trip, overnight trip. And on this overnight trip, she finally gets the balls to sit there and be like, you know what, I'm going to finally ask him out because she believes in true love and that things are meant to be. So with the help from her friend, one of them who's actually Indian, which I'm like, oh shit, look at that. Inclusivity. <laughs> They get her a little drinks in her and they send a letter out to the guy she has a crush on to meet them in a specific room in the hotel, I believe it is, so that they can have a talk, but they don't tell, they don't really put any other information in there. While she's out there, she's being pretty, you know, she like got all dressed up and dolled up. Um, she's waiting for him, a boy who has nothing to do with her, is fighting. And so, like, running away from this fight because he doesn't want to deal with it. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> and yeets off, ends up going into one of the windows, and ends up exactly in the same room as she is. Meanwhile, it's dark in there. She's confessing her love for this guy who she thinks, you know, she likes. <laughs> basically pouring out her heart poor girl doesn't know it's not him because she's already kind of fucked up she's never had a drink for her life apparently <laughs> i'm sorry that always makes you laugh um one drink and you're fucked up all right all right cool i guess so <laughs> she's out here like confessing her whole heart and he's trying to tell her hey yo it's not who you think i am like but she's not really thinking straight she ends up uh fainting like momentarily he ends up trying to help her you know whatever and there is a clear miscommunication when 
the counselor walks in and sees this going on. Doesn't give him a chance to explain anything. Um, ends up making uh, the parents have to come to school. The first person to come in is the grandfather of Wu, who is a boy that she um, faints on and accidentally confesses her undying love to who she didn't mean to. <laughs> so the grandfather comes in and he's already like, really, this is happening. But he listens to the story and he looks at her. And he's like, you know what? She's really pretty. She's very honest, clearly. Like, I think she would make a great wife for my grandson. So he basically is like, no, all is forgiven, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's cool. Like, it happened. And she's like, no, I wouldn't, you know, I would never do something like that. Like, no, it's fine. And they're like, he's going to have to take responsibility for it. She's like, no, I can't let him just take all the blame for it. This is my fault as well. I shouldn't have done what I did. Because she's very responsible. But this leads to her having to bring her parents in. And unfortunately, Arya doesn't live a very good life. Her mom died when she was young and her father basically remarried to someone who was interested in him before he got married the first time. And she's very envious of the fact that he has a daughter from a previous marriage who is a considered more lucky, pretty, more attractive and has more friends than her own daughter. Mind you, her, her son is really cool with Arya. He doesn't have a problem with her. Only she does and her envious little daughter has a bit of a problem. But that's neither here or... But, like, that's just contributed to a hard life for Arya in general. So, um, now she's trying to figure out a way to, like, explain to her stepmother what happened. But her stepmother basically calls her a whore. Says it doesn't matter the circumstances of the situations. Like you shouldn't have been put in that position in the first place like you've embarrassed me and like your father whatever clearly you know taking the weight out of proportion uh so eventually you know Wu gets to talk to his grandfather and the grandfather basically is like you know she'll make a good wife for you like you should take responsibility for what you've done He's like, nah, 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 because that's ridiculous. He's like, no, you really should. She clearly seems like someone who's good. And, like, you should have not even been there in the first place. What the hell were you doing? And that puts him in kind of a tight spot because he doesn't want to sit there and say, hey, yeah, I've been fucking kicking ass all day instead of focusing on my studies like I should have been. So, case in point, he kind of, like, feels a bit more responsible for his actions. And... Unfortunately, on the other side, uh, Arya's father is quick to anger and basically saying, like, you know, you've basically shamed the whole family and we're going to have to ship you out to, like, your auntie in another, like, province or whatever. She's hurt and she's like, you know what, like, this is just the last straw. Like, they don't want me here in the first place. Clearly, all my life they've been treating me unfairly, so I'm just going to run away. This leads to her and Wu getting more entangled. <laughs> Will end up in like jail. I'm not gonna tell you why, because <laughs> I want you guys to like even look it up if you can. Um, and what he sees when Wu sees um, Arya's dad smacking the shit out of her, he finally has enough, and like he basically proposes and is like, you know, my offer still stands. 
like come with me i can take you away from this bullshit and at that point she kind of just agrees she's like there's no going back from this for me anyways so i might as well move forward and now it's these two like 18 year olds getting married studying life together having to switch to different schools not really loving each other but like learning how to love each other it's really cute my only gripe with this whole entire thing is that it ends on a cliffhanger because it was not renewed for a fifth volume and i am fucking furious because i will never know how this ends clearly it's gonna be a happy ending but still it just got so dramatic at one point and it just left me there hanging and I was just so fucking, I scoured the internet. I scoured it. I wish she would release like a chapter or something just in writing, just telling me what happens because I really want to know what happens. I'm mad. Anyways, besides that, I finally finished Beauty is the Beast volumes one through five, which is all they have. It's the whole series. It was, it was so it, it's it's beautiful all right i'm gonna sit there and say it's beautiful it's strange but it's beautiful let me tell you guys what it's about you have a young man whose parents uh has an unfortunate situation leaving him to be raised by his grandfather his grandfather lives in Mexico, which is already great because we have some Hispanic representation and Hispanic culture being represented. And also, what it's like to be a Japanese person who left Japan and came back feels, you know, being considered kind of an outsider in his own culture, which is so interesting. So, our guy, <laughs> he is just kind of like a man's man, like very, like, Someone who can like survive anywhere, and he is just living his best life. His name is Waka Khan, or something like that. Let me find the book. Let me get a book as a reference. Well, she does call him Wachikan, and he has like a lot of bad rumors circulating around him. You know, people don't really see him in a positive light, they think he's kind of scary. But very pretty. Like, they acknowledge that he's, like, a very pretty guy. So, uh, the main story is about our girl, uh, Imini. Imini is an 11th grader, and her parents are relocating for work, so she ends up living in a dormitory for girls. And right across from her is a dormitory for boys, which is obviously a lot more advanced. And the guys get preferential treatment as, you know, as they do. <laughs> and Emmy is just like this, I don't know if I would describe her as particularly bubbly. Uh, I would say as she's like one of the odd girls, the weird girls. You know what I'm talking about? Like those ones that, yeah, you get along with them. They're not particularly offensive, but they're just like always in their own world. Like she's one of those. And she eats a lot. And she's just like overall very chill. And she finds herself immediately attracted to Wachikan. Like immediately. Just like oh shit. Like immediate fascination with him. Even though everyone tells her you know like. Get away from that guy. Like he's no good. Like you'd be better off like not even approaching him or whatever. But she's like uh. I say fuck that. She, <laughs> she does what she wants anyways. 
and this is like how they kind of built a weird connection between us each other at first i wasn't sure what this is really about like this like whole manga series is really about and honestly i just feel like it's about youth what it's like to be you know young and like having rumors and like dealing with everyday lives and the way that people deal with themselves their hobbies and things they like and like living on their own it, it really gave me um i was just gonna show my age a little bit but like i remember zoe 101 yeah there was like a love story but it wasn't all it was it was a lot of like a coming of age type of story and that's what this gave me and honestly it was it's very simplistic it does have some drama in there like past traumas kind of thing but i wouldn't say it's a book for excitement like if you're looking for like complete excitement this is not gonna be it for you but <laughs> if you're looking for a cool coming of age story with like beautiful characters and like very interesting people with different dynamics tomboys and girls who have obsessions with particular little things i think you're gonna like this this is a very slice of life and no more kind of thing <laughs> another one i finished reading um which i'm i'm okay with i don't hate it but i'm not like oh you guys should read this um i definitely do recommend Beauty is a Beast. I do. If you really like that genre, the coming of age genre, this is, that's perfect. But this is more of a fun read. Um, I read The Flower in the Storm. And it's basically about this 17-year-old girl, Ran, who is being sought after by this millionaire who is just impressed by how odd she is how different she is in general like and she's different because for a legitimate reason she's not different because oh my gosh she's so no she's like really fucking strong like really buff and strong uh, <laughs> and that captures his attention because he's just like oh shit like i didn't know that that was an option for women and he just immediately like kind of falls for her and it's their little love scenario it's really weird um but it was interesting and it was not offensive it was only two volumes i think it was okay that that's all i have to say for that it wasn't amazing but it was okay but that's what i read so far um i'm still reading and i have a lot of books and i'm still reading like a uh, body i read i read volumes one and two i'm currently reading qq sweeper which is um the prequel to queen quality I have that in the back of my head and I kind of want to do like a haul but I'm not sure if I should do a haul at the end of the month for March or just do it as I go on because I do have so many books that I plan on getting so it's it's a weird case scenario I'll see what I do but for now bye
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.